right. It's that time again for Cross the Line 1524, the Common Man's Podcast. What happened to the good TV shows? What do you think, Ruben? Yeah, good topic. Uh, welcome everybody tonight, and I think uh, we were talking earlier this week about what would be a good subject, and we all agreed to this. Um, you know, TV shows today are nothing like they were when we were kids or younger. Um, and for the record, I won't tell you how old we are, but um, Jeff, pick one top of the list what you thought was a great show when you were young growing up. Get us started here. What I thought was a great show growing yeah. up. Well... Not to bring politics into it, but All in the Family was always pretty good. That was a great show. You know, I mean, I think that's uh, it was the kind of show that, um, you know, it showed the buffoonery of, of you know, uh, uh, of, of the time, I guess, of some people on the extreme side of that. And, and, and I'll add the Jeffersons in there, too, because it kind of showed Absolutely. the other, oh, yeah. other side of that and just how uh, out of line. Uh, Do you think would it would be popular today? Do you think it would be allowed today in today's market? Well, probably not. But the fact of the matter is, is the whole point of the show was right. to show exactly. to, to show the asinine behavior of you know uh, some people when it came to race. And 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 the good thing about it was it, it did it because of the Jefferson side of it. It showed it exposed both sides of That's that. Right. But Actually, Jeffersons that was the whole that, that was the whole point of the show. Jefferson's were a spinoff of it, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's only there's one show today that is similar in um, the neighborhood or something I can't remember. It's hilarious. The Last Man Standing is a little bit like it too. Yeah, but the neighborhood is on. It's on CBS, NBC, one of the big three, and it's very. It reminded me of that because it's it's back and forth. It's just funny. It's it's real, but it's not as I guess in your face. But, but it's just. Do you real. guys feel that that TV shows from back then really helped soften society? as far as acceptance to each other? Because I do. I think it made it easier to become more open-minded and friendly to people. Well, well, I think a show like that did, you right. know, when you're talking about on. And that was, the, again, that was the point. Now, the difference the difference is you weren't flooded with it because right. you can come back around and talk about you had right. you know, the Brady Bunch, pretty mild, pretty mild kind right. of right. family f- show and stuff like that. So it wasn't, it, you, you weren't just constantly bombarded with what really in their day was an exposed you know bit of of trying to get right. to some political correctness if that's the right way to put it right it was exposing you know uh, some of the fallacies of of some people right so well i'm sorry i'll go ahead so you know the opposite end of that spectrum was when you were growing up watching Saturday morning cartoons. Do you remember oh. that? Do you <laughs> yes, remember I was that? thinking about that when you said I'm the other day. That's the bill. first thing that came to my mind. What happened to Saturday morning cartoons? I, I don't know. It's it, you look as a kid. You'd wake up, run to the TV, turn them on, and it, and they were. They, you know, they were good. It was good stuff. It was the original Scooby Doo, Bugs Bunny. I mean, it's right. You Road was, Runner. Road Runner. 
And then 11 o'clock, Big Time Wrestling came on. Yes. Right? Or Wild World of Sports. Or Wild World of Sports, right. Yeah. 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 Carol Cassell. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, I mean, I think half of Congress needs to listen to I'm Just a Bill so they can understand <laughs> yeah. how, how Congress, I mean, I remember. That's I how, how I word. Yes, exactly. I mean, I can still <laughs> sing it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, there's cartoons out there today, but they're, A, not what I would call uh, correct. Substance, right. Yeah. Uh, Even the the new Scooby-Doo, there's a Scooby-Doo cartoon that's on now. And I got to tell you that uh, Daphne and Thelma are pretty sexy looking. Uh, And uh, on a cartoon, you know, I'm like, what happened? What happened? To just being normal. To be normal. Right. We couldn't have Roadrunner, you know, blowing stuff up, but you can have that. Right. You can go to that extreme, and that's perfectly fine. There's nobody <laughs> complaining, but, yeah, <laughs> Roadrunner couldn't, you know, shoot a rocket off, and, you know, now but you now have they, to have a disclaimer after right. every one. So I noticed them on Kaboom, they, they actually scratch that section in the, in the cartoon now. Yeah. So they don't show the impact. No. You'll see all the way up to the impact, they take it out. So one of my favorite... They also, there was also afternoon cartoons. You come home from school. Yes. Yes. You know, if you're lucky enough, you didn't have to go out and split wood. There was afternoon cartoons. Speed Racer oh, was yes. my favorite. Yes. Speed Racer got taken was taking taken off the air when we were young because it was too violent. So they deemed it too violent because there'd be a wreck and it showed somebody that was underneath right. the pile, presumably dead. Right. Nowadays, you watch a cartoon, you see. People's heads chopped off, vertebrae yanked out. You know, it's how do we go from there to here? It, that's a good question, and and I this goes back to another old cartoon. I, I know I used to watch Underdog. Oh yeah, which was huge, and they took it off the air because he took a pill to get his power. I don't remember that one. You don't? He, no. he, he took his. He would open his ring and op- take the pill, and he would get power and become Underdog. Uh-huh. Related to being drug addicts, right? So they took that off the air, but uh, I don't know, Alan. What's your what's your favorite show from the past? You know, I have a lot of them. Uh, so I grew up, and I still am a Trekkie. I, I like them too. <laughs> so that was a big deal to me, and th- those were actually those. That was the sixties, mid sixties. Uh, so I, I I was watching reruns of it when I was watching it, and <clears throat> you know, there's some powerful things that happen in Star Trek. The first interracial kiss on TV happened on Star Trek. And they didn't even realize the magnitude of it at the time. Um, But it wasn't the intent. No, it was not. Uh, That's the difference. That's the difference. Right. Nowadays, you know, something like that would be the intent. One of the reasons I'm so intrigued with Star Trek, at least the original series, is back in the 60s, there's a couple things that Gene Roddenberry, the man that they came up with it, a couple ideas he had on there, which now they're not ideas, they're the real McCoy. Right. Like Dr. McCoy. Uh, so they had the communicator, which is now called a cell phone. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They had lasers, which we now have lasers. Right. They have uh, tricorders, which could scan to see what's wrong with your body. We have those things now. So for back in the 60s, for a, a movie writer uh, to think of those things and for them to actually come true and, and be factual now, is, you know, he was looking into the future. Right, a good point. A little uh, visionary there. Right. So Star Trek was very political as well. Um, the, I don't, didn't realize that now. I do now. Uh, but there was, they def, if you looked at the crew of the Starship Enterprise... 
This is in the 60s. You had an Asian. Mm-hmm. You had a Russian. Yep. You had an African-American. Uh, you had a Scottish man back, you know, in engineering. Uh, and some of the episodes they did were very politically motivated. Yeah, don't, don't forget the Klingon. You got yeah. the Klingons. <laughs> the Klingons, you're right. That's right. Um, Not only that, but there was also professional women. Women yeah. have professions in that. Running, right. running right. things. Right. So that, that was big. So, I mean, other than that, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest. We go to bed, turn on the TV, and we watch, to this day, Andy Griffin. Yes. Um, yeah. I have a, you know, we have satellite out here. We don't have cable. There's no cable here. So we got, you know, a couple hundred channels we can watch, and we're watching Andy Griffith and Gomer Pyle. They were simple shows. Yes. Um, nowadays, 90% of what's on TV is some reality show about somebody trying to hook up or some teenage pregnancy or, or stuff that really the substance there is not good for anybody. Right. Uh, there are some reality shows which are good. Oak Island. You know, shows like that, <laughs> right. they're informative. But some of, these, yeah, some of these shows out there are just, they make you scratch your head. Well, and, and now there's so many channels to choose from. They, we had five, if we were lucky, five. Now, that's if the antenna was correct in 64 and 19 picked up. Depending on what the weather was. <laughs> what the weather was. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you guys may remember this. I don't know when you might. You remember the... Uh, the afternoon show with Hattie the Witch. Oh yeah, for Channel 19. Remember that? Yeah, um, that was a good one for us. We used to watch. And the cool, 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 right? The cool, cool. Right. So, uh, Dwayne, what's your uh, favorite show from the past? I'm a Happy Days guy. Yeah, you can't make just. Like I mean, how can you? Cool cars, the Fonz. I mean, just so much was just, and it was just funny. I mean, yes, and the. And I guess looking back now, there was some political in that also, but it was more just fun though. It was just you know. Just people having fun with each other and just having a good time and learning along the way, but it wasn't down your throat stuff. It was just real, you know. You know what's cool about too is especially like for instance, um, uh, Cuttingham, Richie Cuttingham, right? Ron Howard. Yes. You look back and see those guys on those shows and see what they've done today. Oh. And where they're at today is amazing. Yes. It, it really is. I mean, that's look what he's done. Some of the amazing shows. But well, I think you know, we've really lost the. A lot of the entertainers and the craft, because it it comes at us in such volume yes. now, yeah. and so there's so much time to fill and to find quality stuff to watch is difficult just due to the sheer volume of what's out there. So, you know, you went back to I mean, um, you went back to the Beverly Hillbillies. Well, you know. Uh, uh, Jed Clampett, man, right? That guy could dance and sing, and he did yes. some. He did some. You know that that uh, Buddy Epson. He had a lot of talent that that show certainly certainly didn't expose. But oh, right, right. But those were the kind of entertainers you had on TV at that time, and I think we're just so overrun with. And then people get hooked into their own thing, and if it isn't their own theme nowadays, they don't. They don't branch out and see and see good stuff. So you know, there's there's good shows out there now. Um, Big Bang Theory. I mean, I can watch that oh, over and over. I know again. that's hilarious. And uh, you know, uh, yeah, to, to that point. Yeah. So there's a show today that I think just uh, entertains at least somebody 
my age and from my background, I guess, for whatever reason. Right. It just, it just. Uh, Gets all the nerds something to watch. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know, we can all connect to it in some way, right? A right, bunch of yeah. goofy friends. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, it, and <clears throat> excuse me, the. Uh, that's a good one for today, but like in the back time, I look and a $6 million man popped up here. So we look, we look at what he went through, like bionics, and we're actually starting to see that now. Oh, we are, yeah. yeah. We're starting to see some some true bionic limbs and stuff, and well, vision. which is another light, is a vision of what we could see in the future, uh, which was a cool show. We I thought that was a great show. We watched that a lot. I mean, you guys remember the amazing Kreskin? Yeah. I, I yeah. do, but I don't Dude, remember don't. where. He was on. See, Dwayne, Dwayne's a tad too young. Just a tad no, too young. No, I remember young. him, but I can't remember what show he was on. I remember he had his own show. He did. And he was a guest always on The Hollywood Squares. Uh, oh, okay. He was a mental guy, smart, and could read minds, twist, you know. Okay. Now he's sitting in the audience, and he, yeah, to give he's you, got $5 in your back pocket. <clears throat> Bam, $5. That's what was there. Yeah, to give you some, some of the oddities of, of, of back then when we were watching. But the other thing, I think a couple of you guys kind of led into it, is the technology that's changed. You know, hey, man, I remember the first TV I watched was a 19-inch black and white. Yes. And you had to stomp on the floor every once in a while to get the lines to quit going up and down. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know. Or smack the side of it. This guy was the remote control. Yeah, right. right. Because they didn't yeah. Son, get up and turn the channel. Exactly. And then, you didn't have to go far, though. <laughs> Five, nine, 12, 19. That's it. That yeah. was it. Well, and that's what I was going to say. You know, I don't know. Ruben, you said five. But I think, and I think most of the guys our age that are in this area right. of we're southeast like Indiana, right. southeast Indiana, we got all our news from Cincinnati because yes. we're 30 miles from there, even though we live in Indiana. And I still remember about the time I went into high school, so it was about, about 1979 when my dad got a rotary antenna and yes. they added four channels from Indianapolis. <laughs> it was awesome. So I remember when we got our first color TV. So, I too. So of all shows to yes. be on, when my dad turned that color TV on, it was one of those big consoles, you know. Yeah. And, and you know, the TV itself is only you know, 27 inches or something, 25 inches. 800-pound tube. Exactly. Yeah. But the first show was, Keeping my finger crossed if you say it. Hawaii Five O. So to see Hawaii Five O, the waves rolling in Hawaii in color, was I was blown away. The first color one I saw was Batman and Robin. Ooh! First time and it said in color. I never forget that. And in color. Well, we start. To, we're talking about old TV. I mean, we're. I think we're forgetting the history of what Cincinnati local old TV. I mean, one popped in my head now is um, oh, with the kids show. Um, Uncle, Uncle Al, Al, Al show. The yeah. Uncle Al show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Cincinnati had the Uncle Al show. You had Paul yeah. Dixon. You had Rob Braun or Bob mm. Braun show. I mean, there was some amazing TV. Skipper Ryle. Yeah. Skipper Ryle. Yeah. Being brought, you know, right out of Cincinnati, you know, with you got Hollywood and everything. But I mean, those were, I think most and of you, those were nationally You know, it's syndicated. funny. He mentioned that Skipper Ryle. I believe he's choking about Skipper Ryle is still considered a. Um, a suspect in a murder that happened in Cincinnati area for a long time ago now, and he's still on the considered list for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So so. I, I did some research into that. Did you? Rubens told me this before while sitting having cocktails. <laughs> so I don't know that he's still considered a suspect, but he was in the vicinity. Uh, all his alibis checked out, but it's a, it's a person of interest. Yeah. Person of interest, yeah. Because right. he, he knew something. He knew something. He knew something. 
So, you know, it's just a, a lot of it is the substance of the shows. You know, like Jeff said, there's, there's, you know, there's a couple good shows out there, The Big Bang Theory, things like that. There's a couple documentary shows that we get interested in because they're right. they're not substance. Yeah, there's substance to them. Uh, I'm not saying that shows like Gilligan's Island had a lot of substance to them, but they were fun to watch. It was just entertainment. It's it was entertainment. I mean, I, I used to watch that, you know, and everybody was drooling off over Ginger, and I'm here thinking, Marianne's pretty Marianne's hot. Marianne's looking pretty hot, right? Marianne. <laughs> so, you know, it's just... Well, she was a country girl. Exactly. That's exactly. Right. So, and, and you also had shows with good lead characters in them. That's something that's... You know, nowadays, even the shows that are good, there's three or four lead characters right. in the same show. Jim Garner, The Rockford Files. Yes. Lead yes. character. Beretta. Yes. Beretta. Beretta, yes. Uh, you know, Columbo. No, he did kill somebody. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, Allegedly. Uh, no, no, no he's he ever convicted, he was he? He's convicted, yeah. Was he? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, but there were good lead characters in the show. Um I mean, you talked about the $6 million man. He had another show on later called The Fall Guy. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and it, it, there was a just a, you know, you had Magnum P.I., Tom Selleck. And I, I think one of the other things that's amazing is all the shows, some of the shows that are on now are reincarnations of the shows we grew up on. So right. MacGyver's on again. Yep. Oh, it is? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's okay. a different... And it's not the same. It's not at all the same. Magnum PI's back on, right? Not, not even that. close. Yeah, not even no, close. No, I mean, holy, the guy doesn't have a mustache at all. So, <laughs> yeah, what the heck? Um, uh, my and mind. he doesn't look anything like me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Hawaii Five O, Magnum PI. I mean, there's four or five of them that there's remakes on right now. It's like. What's wrong, Hollywood? Can't you think of something new? You know, what? here's here's the thing. I, you know, I'm sitting looking at this, and two two favorite shows I really liked when I was young was The Big Valley and Bonanza. Oh, yeah. Why is it that the makers of these shows now can't just go back to those scripts and play those scripts again with the same with different actors? So here, here's the deal. Why not? I'll tell you why. Nowadays, shows the majority of them, besides the the, the sitcom type, the rest of them rely on special effects, not great acting. Right. Shows like The Big Valley, Bonanza. Acting. It was acting, you know? Well, and I think I think we've been spoiled by special effects. So, you, Matt, go back and watch even Star, Star Trek, the first Star Trek or Star Wars, the first Star Wars right. or something that came out. And we, when we watched it, the special effects were like, oh, my gosh, look at that. And now and, you look at it. Yeah, if you play that today, you're like, oh, my God, I can see that, you know? Right. You know, it's just I think we've gotten so spoiled of things being looking so real. Back then, our imagination took it and went. You know, we saw it and and our minds went, "Oh yeah, that's right." You know, we could see what was really happening. And you know, you you speak on that because let's we talk about old TV and then the old movies. It's going to start. Star Wars was that, and ET was like leaps and bounds. It was like oh, yeah. new. New way stuff, head. and that was in 1976. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars 1976. I mean, I was like what 16. But look at no. that today. No, I was 14. I was 14. But take that same movie today compared to a today movie. The special effects oh, are. When in fact, they they went back through and redid them, yeah. and added cleaned a, them up, added the CGI effects, and yes. cleaned them all up to make them look uh, more presentable to. So the modern market. generation would right. watch it and make make more money. Right. <laughs> okay, so let's jump here real quick. 
Jeff, what was your favorite cartoon as a kid? Oh, that's easy. I mean, Warner Brothers and Bugs Bunny on in the morning on Saturday morning. Right. I mean, that was, you know, because you had it all, man. You okay. had Yosemite Sam. Come on. You know, what was your I favorite mean, episode, though? Because I have a favorite oh, episode. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. Bugs go, Bunny. Well, go ahead. Was the Hatfield McCoy on Bugs oh, Bunny. Yeah. That's got to be the best. It's got to be the best. <laughs> when they're, they're battling, that was great. That was, I could rewind watch that two or three times. Dwayne, what's yours? I like the droopy. The little droopy. droopy. I it forgot about so, droopy. Bo Peep, man, lost my seat. Can't tell where to find it. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it was just so stupid, but just so funny. But if, oh, everything was just so slow. You remember the so wolf on droopy that would walk around with his hands yeah. and pants and whistle? <laughs> Always getting beat up. Always what, getting. What you say, man? Yeah. <laughs> Alan? Scooby Scooby Doo. That's that's Marty's I mean, favorite. That, right? that that growing up, the original Scooby Doo was just it was fun, right? It was, you know, as a kid, you're on the edge of your seat. Oh, you just yeah. can't wait to see right. whose face they pull off and to see who's underneath of it. Right. They got a mask on. You just gotta figure out who it is. I think probably my favorite was probably Speed Buggy. I I thought that was an awesome show. I, just, I don't know why. Oh yeah, forgot. Speed Buggy was a great show. Forgot all about. But I but the, that ties again with Speed Racer because Speed Racer that was like every. Eight, nine, ten-year-old boys like I'm going to be Speed Racer. So if I recall right, Casey Kasem did the voice for in Speed Buggy as well. Yes, he he did. Yeah, and it was a lot like the Shaggy voice because I'm listening to it. It's like that sounds like Shaggy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But yeah, so it's it's amazing though. I mean, Hong Kong Fui. Oh Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, great show. You know what's going to happen here? The, the older folks listening to it, I'm not saying that we're older, but young kids More listening to, to this podcast are going to go, what are these guys talking about? Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> They'll be Googling. They'll be Googling, though. It's real quick. It's, it's on YouTube. It's got to be on YouTube somewhere. Mighty Mouse? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mighty Mouse, yeah. Uh, so, being an old TV, do you think that what's going on today now with everybody in isolation do you think that old TV shows are gaining more popularity at this point because that's what people are doing? They sit home watching TV? Because I, I, I tried to run a report to see if there was a spike in that type of TV, but I yeah, couldn't find it. I don't, I don't know. But here's what I think. It's my personal opinion. Here we are 40 years after watching these shows, and we know them by heart. Yes. The new shows that are out now, I don't think 40 years from now people will remember them and know them by heart. They're just... No. the there's some of them you will, like you talked about. Uh, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang. Right. And Friends was the same way. Right. Um, but the newer shows, you know, it's just there's no substance there for you to bite down they didn't and remember. Have the, the tagline, the great lines or the great. Are you are you guys like me? So when you're flipping through a channel and you run across an old one, you stop oh, and yeah. watch oh, a few yeah. minutes of it? I do yeah. that every time. Even just, if I've watched the same thing over and over. Like, just like certain oh, movies. Andy Griffin, like, hey, I can watch that, right? <laughs> And never, yeah. See, and you know the episode. As soon as you see one, three seconds, you know the episode, and your mind runs it, but you go, yeah, I'm going to watch it anyway. Did you see you know, there's just some of them that just never get old. They don't. They just they never get old. old. And it's the substance that does it, you know. Um, the good guy always won at the end of the show. Oh, yeah, you knew it. It, it had fiber to it, right? So I think, I think one of the reasons I look so forward to Saturday morning in the cartoons was... Typically, my dad worked on Saturday. He 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 usually worked Saturday as an extra day, so he wasn't. A ch- we only had one TV, man. I mean, it's not, it like got room. it's not like yep. he had one in every room right. like nowadays, right? So there's one TV, and guess what? You didn't control it when the yeah. old man was home, right? And so, um, you know, hey, 
Um, and God help we us, the president came on. If we weren't outside the news, we, they watched the news every day. Hey, speaking of the news back then. Yes. It was local news. Cincinnati. It, it, it was news, but local Cincinnati news. Al shot a cop. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so here, it wasn't Channel 9 news. It was Al shot a yeah. news. That's right. And it was like, you know, nowadays you don't see anything like that. Yeah. And, and you guys mentioned the Bob Braun show and, right. and, and right. Paul Dixon. And uh, and those local those were those local entertainers right. and you know um, y- you know I, I was kind of a latchkey kid both both my parents worked every day so when I got home from school you know that was some time that we had control of the TV right except I was the youngest of six and and so I had. My my brother and my sister, who were both still in school, you know, at the same right. time. So, if we weren't outside, and we, you know, we spent a fair amount of time outside, you know, we kind of had control of the TV in the afternoon, and you watch that. Well, stuff. you had to get it in before Dad got home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, but you know, again, it's not like we watched all the time. We, you know, we were outside playing ball. We, you know, You're hours right. in the yard playing you know, ball and that and stuff. That's a good point, Jeff, because. I think that's what made TV fun for us because we were sitting in front of a TV or a gamer. We were outside. Right. It was we're a tree. with the neighbors. It was a tree. Tree climbing, doing whatever, fishing. I mean, they're talking 12, 13 years old. Doing, we go back and we... Doing chores, taking care of... Doing chores, of, yeah, taking care yeah. of... Yeah, cutting Again. the grass, things like that. <laughs> Take, right. Taking care of the cows, Alan, taking care of the sheep, whatever. Ellen mentioned Speed Racer. I learned how to cook and got to watch Speed Racer because my mom and dad owned the greenhouse. So when we get home from school... Homework was later. First was go out and help dad do whatever. Well, mom would go out and help dad. So if somebody would cook supper, you could stay in the house. Well, I learned how to cook because if you stay in the house, I can peel potatoes and cook supper while I watch Speed Racer and cartoons. So there was one. We had a TV in the kitchen, so there was a little bitty one. But I'd sit there and peel potatoes and watch, you know, watch Speed Racer or whatever cartoon was on, and that was my education. But I got out of working in the outside, but learned how to cook. And another thing too, you if you didn't get your stuff done. To make it to eight o'clock on Tuesday night when Happy Days was on, yes, you didn't record it. No, there, you yeah, missed there was it. No such Sorry, thing, yeah. uh, twenty weeks later, you may be able to get the rewind. <laughs> right, but that's it. You know, you're yeah, done. you know, nighttime TV was a lot different. Um, I mean, I remember the life and times of Grizzly Adams. Oh, oh yeah, great show. Yeah. Um, that was. I mean, I I couldn't wait. That was on at eight o'clock. Yes. You know, and it was like I can't wait for that. And unfortunately, sometimes my dad didn't want to watch that. He wanted to watch something else. Well, I was out of luck because that's the way it went. But, you know, then on the weekends, growing up, at least for me, on Saturday night was the wonderful world of Disney. Yes. And that was always... this is how things have changed. That was always our pizza night where we right. made Chef Barty pizzas. <laughs> right, And we, right. we added toppings to them, Ooh, and we were, allowed to large. Ha- we were allowed to have pop. <laughs> yes, soda. yes. Uh, that's I mean that's how much things have See, changed. Ours you know? was on Sunday night. Disney was on Sunday night. Or maybe it is Sunday night. Okay, well, it could have been Sunday. Yeah, been, it could have been Saturday. It was ours was Sunday. Okay, yeah. agree. Same thing. Yeah. Yes. So it was always like at seven o'clock was the Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Oh yeah. Yes. And at eight o'clock yes. was the World of Disney. And what was before Mutual of Omaha? Lawrence Welk. Well, oh yeah. yeah, we didn't watch that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dad, Dad might have it on, but he'd fall asleep. So then you go in there, and turn the channel, and then he'd wake up. I was watching that. No, you weren't. <laughs> well, we watched Hee Haw. So yes, yeah, right, right, yeah. Um, but it, it's amazing. 
So when you then you know when you get to mid seventies, I'm in middle school, and my my siblings are in high school. Right. And then you had Saturday Night Live. Of course, you know my older siblings. That was the thing. A Saturday night. Of course, right. That was on late enough that parents were usually in bed anyway. And if they'd have known what was going on on Saturday Night Live, <laughs> would we, I wouldn't have been watching it. But um, but that was back when Saturday Night Live was funny. And oh, I've yes. heard that term before. I mean, it, it was. It, it was used to be absolutely great. funny. How many actors, good actors, oh, oh, came yeah. from Saturday Night Live? Bill Murray. And comedians that went through there. Yeah. I Chevy mean, Chase. Chevy, I mean, Jim Eddie Belushi, Murphy. man. John Belushi. John Belushi. Yeah. And just go on and on. Yeah. The John Samurai Hand. Delicatessen, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, Gilda Radner. I mean, yeah. you just, it's just, TV's changed. I it mean, has. Saturday Night Live's still on, but it's not. It is no, it's not. not what it was. And then, and then speaking of speaking of late night, late you know late night talk shows where you know you know Johnny Carson saw rule. And and nowadays, I'm sorry, they're they're just way too political. You know, Johnny Carson, he was he was an equal opportunity right. guy. You he know, picked he, on everybody, he picked right. on everybody. And at the end of the show, when it was all said and done, to the day he died, I couldn't have t- told you what political where his political leanings were because he just picked on everybody the same and now these guys are just I mean they're just over the top political and yeah. I can't watch them well no I think we spend too much time today uh, them being role models instead of entertainers when we were younger they were entertainers right and you can see through that crap well, today. well you know and Johnny Carson Johnny Carson you know was a very humble guy at heart very. and he, he 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 just really always struggled that uh, you know that that really he was that funny when he had that much power I mean not he had I mean imagine the power he had because he controlled late night right I mean Jay Leno was was waiting in the wings to get that spot you know and right so I mean there was a big big clout with him holding that spot so um, I'm flipping through here and I know some of these shows we've all watched the Jetsons cartoon was a great one Uh, we're I'm actually still, close. We're, we're close to getting to be there. Flying cars. Yeah, right well, I was just going to yeah, say we're supposed to be, right? right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and Michael Jackson came back from the future like what, like thirty-five years ago. So, yeah, um, something's going on here. <laughs> Little House on the Prairie, good show. Yogi Bear, I love Yogi Bear. Uh, <laughs> you did pretty good at that. <laughs> you know what we should do real quick? What's that? We should take a break because we got a commercial sponsor, and we'll fill up our glasses. That's great. I'm Alan Stanger. I'm Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. And Ruben Hunt. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah, you're cruising down a road, not a care in the world. Then all of a sudden, what is that sound? That's coming from my car? You know what you better do? You better go see our friends at Hoosier Foreign Auto Service. They'll take care of you. Give them a call. They're located in St. Leon, Indiana. 812-576-2181. 812-576-2181. And get that sound fixed. So when you're driving down the road, sounds more like this. Once again, go see our friends over at Hoosier Foreign Auto Service. You can find them on Facebook or give them a shout. 812-576-2181. And get that cowbell fixed. Because not everyone needs more cowbell. Ah, uh, Christopher Walken. He always needed more cowbell. 
Well, once again, we'd like to thank you all for listening to Cross the Line 1524. You can find us on the web at www.crosstheline1524.com or on Facebook at Cross the Line 1524. Um, you know, we had a great topic today. We talked about TV and how it's changed. Obviously, that's our opinion. You'll have yours. Um, but we hope you enjoyed it. Check us out. If you've got a suggested topic, let us know. If you'd like to be a sponsor, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Everybody take care. Take care.